Hi guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Startup Sutra. This is your panelist, Harjit Singh, along with my friend, Anirudh. And today we'll be talking about some recent ideas, some new ideas in the property tech, aka the prop tech sector. Okay, so moving on to our first idea of today, uh, it's square yards. We I believe everybody uh, living in India, uh, probably working in the metro cities, would have heard about square yards for sure. But how much do we know about square yards? So square yards was a company founded in 2014, and currently it is the largest real estate platform with presence over 25 cities in 10 countries. So uh, the property sector or the real estate sector laid dormant during the COVID situation, but even during that time, the Square Yards company grew, uh, I would say, more than 70% compared to the you know, property industry because they were using technology. They were using uh, new technologies and had uh, done some new acquisitions and used those technologies to grow in, the, in this sector. So this company has uh, currently raised about $100 million in like seven rounds. And uh, their most recent investors are Singtel and ADM Capital from Hong Kong. And it is right now one of the fastest growing prop tech sector in UAE, Middle East, Australia, and Canada. So they have expanded their presence to 10 countries else now. So uh, as I already told in the financial year 2021, they outperformed the property industry by 70%. And they have currently in the previous financial year clogged in $50 million revenue with their EBITDA margins close to 14 to 15%, which is a big one. One of the uh, one of the upcoming news for this company Square Yards is that they are going to launch an IPO, which would be in the range of fifteen hundred crores in the Indian market, and also they are eyeing the unicorn status as of now. Uh, if we talk about the technology, so what they did is they did some acquisitions in the previous two years. They uh, you know acquired a company called PropVR, which is an AI-based platform that provides like you know, a 3D tech, uh, experience, a virtual reality tour of the uh, property that you're looking for. So like uh, they also acquired two other companies called Props AMC, which uses data analytics to, you know, help them grow their business. And also they uh, acquired another firm, which uh, is a tech enabled real estate asset management solutions to help them with their backend uh, stuff. So Anirudh, what do you think about this? Yeah, this seems interesting. And uh, I think another aspect that they've added is uh, they're able to, you know, virtually determine the price of that particular property. And that is something that is very, very interesting uh, because traditional, uh, you know, real estate transactions usually take up a lot of time. Uh, the negotiations on prices usually take a lot of time. But if you have an underwriting, uh, you know, system which is based on technology wherein you can you know, within a 24-hour period, you can predict the price of the house and the price of the, uh, you know, property or the location, and then give your offer price accordingly to the person who's, uh, you know, interested in either selling that property or in interested in buying that property. So by using uh, different technology platforms, such as uh, virtual visits, you know, online price determination and things like that, I think uh, this is a very interesting product. Um, another, uh, you know, 
interesting concept that has come up is rent to own so wherein you know uh, you can even rent a particular property and the rent that you are providing actually is used as an emi for purchasing that particular house so you are not just renting that house you are actually paying an emi for a loan so after a certain period of time you can uh, own the house rather than just living as a renter for lifetime so that is also something that maybe you know these companies could incorporate in the future um right. so moving on to the next idea for this episode uh, it is also something very similar to uh, what we talked about right now but i think this has a very very immediate application in a lot of major cities in india so let me give you a scenario so suppose for example you are working in an mnc you recently got posted to mumbai and you go there and you have to find an apartment for yourself now cities like mumbai as we all know are very very expensive places to live and another aspect is the security deposit that everybody has to pay whenever they are uh, renting out a flat or some property which is like now crazy this, in cities like mumbai and bangalore yeah so if you have say a monthly rent of about lakh rupees they might charge you 3 months or even 6 months of security deposit in advance so that's like 4 5 lakh rupees 6 lakh rupees upfront that you have to pay in order to start renting out a flat in the first place so there's this company called rhino insurance which is basically created a security deposit insurance for renters so instead of giving up all that amount upfront to the landlord what you can do is take an insurance product from rhino where you pay a monthly emi or a monthly premium and they will cover the security deposit on your behalf so the landlord is secured in the sense that if any claim or if any damage happens this company will provide all the insurance claims or the damages uh, that have been done by the renter on the other hand as a renter you don't have to pay a lump sum amount upfront you can use the this insurance product and you can simply pay monthly emi so that it doesn't create a lot of financial burden for you when you want to rent out a place right so what do you think right right i think it's it's a, a great thing great idea for someone who's like starting their job or just stepping into the uh, into this you know uh, i would say the corporate industry so whenever you you want to buy a house and when you move to like uh, this place like mumbai or bangalore you have to pay a lot of money upfront and then even after that you are not assured uh, of the deposit that you give that you'll get back with introducing a third party who could you know uh, like uh, give a rental insurance for that and you know uh, give your deposit uh, easily and then you can pay that in mumbai could actually make sure that you are able to get your deposit back also i think that that solves that problem also yeah and it also makes it easier for the landlord to actually rent out the property right because right. if like it increases the potential pool of people who might be able to afford that property if they don't have to pay that security advance right so it increases the chances of you uh, renting out your property right so what do you have next for us sure sure the next idea is again uh, somewhat related to this idea but this time it's the insurance for renters so what happens is let's say you rent a place uh, say a semi furnished or unfurnished place then you try to you know set up the place for yourself you buy all your furnitures and stuff but what happens is in case uh, you have the rental insurance or if the place is uh, the owner has already insured that place 
if anything happens, any natural calamity, let's say a fire or any uh, plumbing emergency, or if there's a theft, the the you know the stuff your furniture inside is not insured by the rental insurance or by the uh, homeowners insurance. So the there's a company called Jetty Financial Services. It's a New York based company, and again, this provides this kind of a rentals insurance wherein they uh, you know uh, provide you insurance for your personal stuff that you have in your place. And in addition to this uh, rentals insurance. Uh, what uh, they do additionally is like they also have their uh, kind of a subscription wherein they are ready to pay the, your uh, your monthly rentals at at right time so that you don't get charged any interest or late fee but then you have to pay uh, the, those uh, you know the rent that the company already paid in simple emis uh, they do not charge any interest on that they do not you know uh, charge you any late fee it's just that you can choose your own emi options you have to pay that rent by 24th of that month and they only charge you a small subscription fee which is uh, which could vary depending on upon the kind of the renters insurance you have already bought and uh, i i think i already mentioned that it's a new york based uh, company and i think uh, in cities like new york mumbai bangalore uh, london these are the cities which where this idea could really become very prominent i think we could even translate this to cities in india as well because a lot of people you know take up unfurnished places and then they uh, you know move in their own furnishings and i think uh, this could create a liability for the person who is renting out that place in case of any damage is done so yeah i think this could easily work in cities uh, in india as well um, yeah Yeah, I can right, so, really see this working in even in the Delhi NCR region, in the metropolitan cities, wherein, like for example, where there are a lot of uh, you know opportunities where people come in for the jobs and they like rent places, and mostly places there available are like uh, I would say unfurnished places. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next idea for the episode, which is around smart homes. So. in the last few years a lot of people have started adopting smart home uh, products and technologies but the problem here is that all these different smart home products are from different companies and also as a layman as a homeowner i am not 100% sure as to what products or what technologies i can incorporate in my house effectively and what products or services i should use as a combined you know smart home system for my place so suppose for example you have smart lights from philips or you have smart home pods like alexa from amazon but all these companies have their own you know frameworks their own systems how they operate there is no interconnectivity between all these different devices so the proposition here is to create a marketplace and a service model where you can simply go to a particular website you know and a person will come to your place do an inspection and then give you suggestions regarding what smart home products you can use in your home and then you can create a custom plan around it and then just like you know you have a monthly subscription for renters insurance you can similarly have a monthly subscription for maintenance of those smart home devices like you have annual maintenance contracts or monthly maintenance contracts so that creates a dual revenue stream uh, revenue stream wherein additionally you are not just making money off of the initial you know setup of uh, different product you are also making money from the maintenance on a monthly basis or an annual basis right so what do you think 
I, I, I think these are the businesses which flourish in the future. You have already built something in the present and then you have built an income stream for yourself in the future. This subscription model would uh, definitely be a success and that's something that could actually be implemented in India, in South Asia for sure. Plus, people don't really know what products to use, right? Like, suppose, for example, I build a new house. I don't know what are different products I can incorporate. Right. How do I interlink or connect all those different products so that I can create a single point of, uh, you know, contact for all those different devices? So, suppose, for example, I have an uh, like iPad which is connected with all the different devices, and using that iPad, I can, uh, you know, access all those different uh, products or technologies in one go. So creating a central solution or a central hub for all those different products, I think that would also make a lot of sense. Exactly. I think yeah, it's a capital intensive business to start with, but given that the subscription model that we give to the customer, this could really flourish in the future. But yeah, you'll have, uh, when you start with it, there'll be a capital investment for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Similar to this, I would say, uh, like we have smart homes. People are also, again, preferring sustainable models and sustainable products in their homes. Like they try and look for paints and coatings which are non-toxic, which are eco-friendly. They try to buy, uh, let's say, rugs or carpets or furniture, which is, or even the flooring today, uh, they try to buy that, which is sustainable, which is eco-friendly, yeah? you know, which doesn't harm the environment and has a lower carbon footprint. I think uh, similar to that, we were already discussing there are uh, companies, I know one in green building supply, which is like a marketplace for the sustainable, toxic free, and uh, you know, uh, products, uh, home products which uh, are, have a lower carbon footprint. Even uh, given the situation right now, we uh, as millennials, as Generation Z, we understand that we have to move towards, uh, you know, sustainable products now. But these ideas, which actually educate the people and are already giving them, uh, you know, these products at a single marketplace, these can be like the companies of the future to look forward to, right? Yeah. So basically, you are saying that it's a marketplace for all building and construction material, which is right. Uh, sustainable, right? Right. Which is sustainable. So this actually, which is free. Yeah. This actually ties in with an idea that we had discussed previously as well, where uh, we had talked about LEEDs, uh, you know, green building certification. So a lot of corporates today are going for green buildings. Even individuals, homeowners are also going for green products, which are more sustainable for the environment. And there is no one, you know, central destination where you can buy all these building materials, which are eco-friendly or which are sustainable. So creating a platform just for those kind of products, uh, I think it would make a lot of sense. Exactly. All right. So let's move on to uh, another very interesting concept, which is called as the 15 minute uh, city concept. So the 15 minute city concept is basically a concept that was popularized by Paris mayor Anne Hidalgo and which was inspired by French Colombian, uh, Colombian scientist Carlos Moreno. So basically what this concept means is that a 15 minute city basically is a residential urban concept in which almost all the daily necessities can be accomplished by either walking or cycling from the resident's home within a duration of 15 minutes. So basically all the amenities, uh, whether it's your children's school, whether it's your office, 
all those particular locations are within a 15 minute uh, range of your home so this concept is an extrapolation of the 5 minute neighborhood so what is happening is that if you look at bigger cities uh, taking the example of mumbai again so commute time is a major hassle in cities like mumbai or bangalore or delhi so people on a, on an average are spending like 2 to 3 hours just on commute on a daily basis so lot of people now are looking for alternatives or you know less crowded areas to live where you know some you can create a probably a small township outside the vicinity of a major city just like you have say lavasa in uh, maharashtra right next to mumbai so just like that you can create a eco friendly or a small town which has all those amenities but you are not you know spending a lot of time on conveyance you're not spending a lot of time on commute so that gives you extra time that you can probably spend with your family so that increase in you know it improves your quality of life to a large extent so i think this concept would pick up uh, in india as well as more and more people get disillusioned from that fast paced life of metro cities right i think yeah this uh, similar kind of idea i think it's already picking up in uh, it's a silicon valley people i think we already uh, had a discussion about that in this people who have like uh, earned a good fortune from their startups and and they now want to live you know an easy life a uh, suburban life they look for such kind of townships or ideas we do have uh, several townships uh, built in in yeah but i know these are not not close to these this 5 minute or this 15 minute city concept there's still a lot uh, to do with it because there's a, a big piece of land so required like build both of us both of us today are living in tier 2 cities you are in chandigarh i am in jaipur and the main reasoning behind that is just that right because if you're living in gurgaon or if you're living in mumbai that commute time and the quality of life exactly. gets deteriorated a lot so i think it's a very simple reason is why we both prefer smaller cities exactly i think even we you know uh, based on the point of quality of life you know about the delhi ncr pollution traffic and noise pollution at i i don't uh, you know see myself living there for you know a long time then even when i retire maybe or even when i'm working so and uh, even there are medical studies that this air pollution is causing you know reduction uh, in the size of lungs uh, especially in children that that's sounds scary to me so i think these kind of concepts are going to take up once you know as we uh, india grows as our uh, average incomes grow or maybe even the startup culture even if it's expanding um, many of the people would be looking uh, forward to this kind of idea on the on the yeah, obviously like if yeah. you made money and uh, you know like even for myself if i make some decent amount of money in the next 10 to 15 years i would ideally like to come back to roots come back to my uh, you know city jaipur and live here just because of the fact that the quality of living here is much better compared to tier 1 cities and uh, the cost of living is also lower so it makes a lot of sense both ways exactly exactly so uh, along the same concept do you know the the line that saudi arabia is building a 170 meter kilometer long uh, a linear city and that's going to cost like 100 to 200 billion dollars and it's again based on this similar concept itself even in india like uh, you know if you look at the old city in jaipur which was set up about 300 years ago 
that was actually set up on the concept of the 15 minute city right so in right. that old fort city even today if you want you can simply walk from one corner to the other corner of the city in like 15 to 20 minutes so it's not as if this is a new concept it's a very very old concept but it is regaining a lot of steam in the uh, last few years because of this delus disillusionment that has been created due to overuse of technology and overuse of a very fast paced lifestyle yeah i think because also because of the burdening of the resources in the uh, urban areas exactly yeah. okay so, so, so let's, yeah so let's move on to our uh, final idea for this episode so it's based on the you know we all know that kitchens and bathrooms if someone who has had their house made or has the you know construction done they'll know that bathrooms and kitchen are the most expensive rooms they just don't require space they require plumbing they require furnishing they require dry areas wet areas lot of it and it really costs a lot so uh, and plus not just the cost thing the time and hassle is a bit too much for someone who's as laid back as as me so it's very difficult for me to work on such concept and uh, there's a company called mid renovations so it's a san francisco based company i believe it's a very new company they just started their operation in 2019 and they have only raised 9 million dollars in their seed funding so what they do is they kind of their big idea is to keep things simple and they want to gain the expertise in this particular niche itself so they have created very simple bathroom templates and uh, so, so that the scope and the cost are uh, evenly understood so that they know the unforeseen hurdles and like any kind of rebuilding or the pipers or drain problem that happens they can work on that so they primarily only work on bathrooms and kitchens they have like templates from their designs which are maybe modern which may be traditional or even artisan collections of designs and they can you know be easily customized depending upon your space or your needs and then uh, they create a 3d rendering model they also use virtual reality again okay, technology coming into the real estate space uh, so with this uh, what how they are creating a win win situation here is for the customer it is very easy using the virtual or augmented reality that how their bathroom or how their kitchen or how any of that renovation is going to look like and they have uh, you know the choices are limited so they don't have to like spend a lot of time it's not very much hassle for them to work on it and then again the construction workers or the contractors that they hire they already know because they have already worked on a similar concept and they know what are the unforeseen circumstances they could face so that you know their uh, building costs or their margins can easily grow so relatively new concept for yep. a person like me i would understand that it's going to gain steam in some time and uh, let's see if it's very recent idea let's see if really you know can do that value migration from the current legacy industry so what i love about this idea is the fact that they have kept the choices limited so on yeah. platforms like you know amazon which believe in uh, the long tail e-commerce concept where you provide n number of choices to the consumer they have taken up the opposite approach and i think it makes a lot of sense uh, from both aspects like from your aspect as a business you have to manage lesser number of skus uh, and from the consumer's perspective uh, they are not spoiled by choice so there are similar okay. platforms like live space in india as well which works on modular kitchen concepts and i think it makes a lot of sense because like recently my family members they were looking for a modular kitchen setup 
and when they went out and asked uh, you know people who had gotten those modular kitchen setups a lot of people were not really happy with the kind of costs that they had incurred like minimum 2 to 3 lakh rupees were cost was incurred right. yet the uh, product was falling apart within 1 to 2 years of time so if you can create you know limited products but very high quality products so that the people trust your not just your design sense but also your quality so that trust factor i think could be a game changer in this field where a lot of companies today are uh, you know focusing on substandard products right exactly i think that's a problem that the prices are high everywhere but people are you know using substandard products and uh, it's not something that you build for a few years it's some bathroom kitchens or your home is something that you build for you know long time 